0: This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Garfield Bowen. Welcome to the Good Neighbor Podcast. Whether you're exploring eligibility for the homestead exemption or seeking insight into the intricacy, our guest today is the perfect guide. Join us. Joining us is Michelle Franklin, the St. Lucie County appraiser, ready to shed some light on your questions. Michelle, how are you doing today?
1: I'm wonderful. How are you?
0: I am well. We're eager to dive into your role as St. Lucie County Appraiser's Office and discover more about the uh, your expertise. Please tell us about your organization.
1: Oh, the property appraiser's office is um, an organization that we actually fall under the, le- the um, advisement of the Department of Revenue, the Florida Department of Revenue. So we answer to Tallahassee um, and we are charged with three main responsibilities. Uh, one of those is valuing properties, as you might as you might guess in our from our title. Um, and then we're also charged with being the official mapper of the county and overseeing the exemptions. So most people are familiar with the homestead exemption, but there's actually several other exemptions on our tax roll. So those are kind of our three main responsibilities.
0: Wow, so are you having fun? Oh, we
1: we (laughs) always have fun. You know, the work doesn't necessarily make you think of fun for most people. Um, When you talk about valuing property or exemptions, or reading a long legal description on a map, but um, we do find pleasure in it, absolutely. So how did you
0: get into this role?
1: I actually personally was working for an independent appraisal office, um, and I'm gonna date myself a little. (laughs) 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 You look like
0: a teenager, you
1: look like a teenager. too kind. (laughs) I saw an ad in the newspaper that the appraiser's office uh, was looking for help. And so I came in and applied and that was uh, coming up on 20 years in January. And uh, so I was blessed with the opportunity to be able to kind of work with several different departments throughout my career up until uh, 2016, when the property appraiser at that time uh, decided he was going to retire. And so then at that point, I decided that I would throw my hat in the ring and uh, ran for for office because this is an elected position. And so I did not have any political aspirations prior to that, but I cared about the work that we've been doing here in the office. And I I wanted to uh, kind of I had some ideas of how to advance the office and the website that many people use every day. Uh, So I threw my hat in the ring in 2016 and was victorious. And um, I've been the elected property appraiser since.
0: Okay. So timing is everything, right?
1: Absolutely.
0: Timing and preparation. You were ready at the right time and doors just kind of opened up for you. Uh, Let's talk about some of the myths and misconceptions. Um, I'm sure there are some you want to speak to them in the uh, state county appraiser's office.
1: Yeah, some people think that, you know, looking at on the value side, um, you know, that what we might do is throw a dart at the dartboard and, and, and come up with a value. Um, that is absolutely not the case. Um, there is many statistical analysis are done throughout the year. Uh, so basically what we're charged with is placing a market value on each and every property in St. Lucie County. So that's about 183,000 properties currently. We place a value on those every January 1, and we do that by looking at the sales that have occurred within a a neighborhood. Um, Sometimes that neighborhood may be a little loose of a term, depending on the property type. Um, You know, if we're looking at some commercial properties, it's not necessarily what's right next door, like it is generally in the single family home sector. It's right there in a defined, you know, close neighborhood. Um, obviously we're going to kind of plus and minus things based on maybe somebody has a pool, you know, neighbor on one side of you has a pool neighbor on the other side has a three car garage where you only have a two thing, things of that nature. So we kind of plus and minus, and we're doing this as mass appraisal. So, um, we're not, you know, walking on every single property, 183,000 every January one, but we're doing it from a very high level. So I would say one of the misconceptions is that, um, you know, that we don't actually look at the at the property and we're kind of coming up with a number out of thin air. And and that is that's absolutely a misconception.
0: So you're pretty much grouping them and plus and minus and see what this group is doing.
1: Yep. And, you know, in our area, as you know, uh, right now in St. Lucie County, I mean, the the value is just Amazing in comparison to to recent times when we look at the value of real estate, it is is changing year over year and becoming more valuable than it has at this rate in the past.
0: You know, uh, my name is Garfield, so <clears throat> I'm a little curious. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um- what if there's no activity going on in, in the community, I meaning no sales? Uh, wh- what do you do? You just.
1: Well, that's interesting. The, the whole, group,
0: I, whole group goes up or down?
1: Yeah. Well, um, you know, I as I said, I've been here 20 years now. And in that amount of time, St. Lucie County saw a huge spike and then we saw a downfall and we kind of saw a flat line for a bit. Um, so it depends what's going on. Now, when it's when it was on its way down in St. Lucie County, we had a large number of foreclosures. Um, I'm not sure how long you've been here in St. Lucie, but there was a large number of foreclosures. And generally speaking, we're not able to use foreclosures in our analysis because that is not an arm's length transaction. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we did was we talked to the Department of Revenue at that time, again, our oversight agency, and said, hey, this is the market. Um, you know, short sales and foreclosures make up our entire market at this time. And so, um, after a little discussion and they reviewed our data, they said, "You know what? You're right. And we're gonna, you know, we're gonna allow you to use that." Um, so they have to approve our tax roll. If they, if the Department of Revenue doesn't approve our tax roll, local government isn't getting funded. Um, right. So, you know, I, I know. If I call nine one one, I want police and fire to show up, right? <laughs> I want to be able to go to the library. I want to be able to use our county parks. I want to drive on safe roads, and so all of those things are part of, you know, local government doing business. And so we we need to, for our community safety, make sure we get a tax roll that is accurate and approved. Um, so then, as things, you know, if if we are dormant, shall we say, and there's really no sales, what we would what we would do is kind of expand our reach. So mm-hmm. we might then look not just within your neighborhood of a couple miles, but we might expand it a little further. So mm-hmm. even when there's few sales, there's always some transactions happening in the marketplace.
0: so you're sort of using like a some sort of a weighted average to.
1: You can't, you depending on the property type and, and whatnot, yes. Or, or we can even, if it's something unique, we can even go to a county around us, a surrounding county, and kind of look at what theirs are. Again, that's more on the commercial end um, for those unique properties. But yes, we'll find a sale somewhere.
0: So, uh, Michelle, when you're not busy appraising outside of work, what do you like to do for fun?
1: Oh, wow. Um, well, I am involved in several different organizations locally. So um, there's not a whole lot of off time. I feel like off <laughs> becomes volunteer time, which I I do enjoy greatly. Um, I sit on a couple of local boards for nonprofits. And then I'm also involved uh, with the Kiwanis group and, and our local Rotary group as well. So um, I do enjoy that Downtime, if you will, volunteering and and being out in our community. But if it's a if it's a Sunday afternoon and I have a few hours to myself, I'm probably curled up with a book.
0: Okay, okay, that, 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 that. that's nice. I I hope to get there someday.
1: <laughs> well, I, I, I make a bit of time I, I, every evening to read, uh, and you know, every evening I think, oh, I'm going to go to bed an hour earlier tomorrow, so I have an hour to read, and somehow that doesn't generally happen.
0: <laughs> I fall asleep with the book on my face. I mean, literally, I, I have an accounting degree. I was leaning towards law and learned about all those books you had to read. I was like, it's not <laughs> happening. <laughs> I'll be honest with myself. It, it wasn't going to happen. Let, let's change gears a little bit. Life often dozes curveballs. Let's talk about one um challenge, uh, hardship, something that you rose above, and you can look back today and say you're better and stronger because of that. Uh, What comes to mind?
1: Ooh, well, thinking back in the office, um, one of the challenges that we experienced as an office in 2010, our property appraiser at that time, Jeff First, passed away uh, while he was the elected property appraiser. And it was at a pivotal time in our, you know, in our tax roll process. Um, as we were gathering that and kind of preparing to to shift our information over to the tax collector uh, and and so that was a it was a it was a tough time um for for the entire office you know for for a leader to to be here one afternoon and and uh, you know over the course of the weekend uh, not return on monday
0: right
1: I think that when you're you know the second part of that is you know how are we better for it I, I don't know that. <laughs> you can say you're better for losing somebody, but we did realize as a group that, that, you know, tomorrow's not promised. And we also realized that having one individual with information, institutional knowledge only, wasn't going to serve us into the future, that we had to make sure that we had at least a couple of people um, that knew what was going on in any situation, really. And, And so we've we focused more on sharing institutional knowledge after uh, Mr. First passed away. Um, you know, so I think I think you know when you say better for it, the organization definitely learned something during that process.
0: It made them more resilient, right?
1: Absolutely, absolutely, and and it really it's you know it's tough times like that that we've all experienced um, that can really bring a group together.
0: So Michelle, what is the one thing that you want our listeners to take away about uh, St. Lucie County appraiser's office?
1: Oh, what I would love for them to take away is if they have questions regarding value or exemptions, obviously mapping too, but most people focus in on value or exemptions, um, to call us. We want to ensure that every property owner has every exemption that they're entitled to, and we're happy to discuss value with you. It is the taxation process in Florida is pretty complex. And um, a lot of times it takes a little bit of a conversation for folks to understand. Um, Many times a neighbor may say, Oh, they do this or this happens. And we kind of, we believe that. Right. You know I mean? People tell us, we're like, Oh, that sounds, that sounds accurate that they're convincing when they have shared that with us. Um, And that's just not always the case. Sometimes it gets lost in the translation or the, uh, what I'll call maybe the telephone game of, right. <laughs> oh, I heard this from my friend who heard this from my friend kind of thing. Um, so I would just say if you're considering to buy or sell your property or you know any kind of real estate moves, to call us ahead of time and make sure that you have factual information prior to committing to you know a building or purchasing a property.
0: Okay, and for our listeners that would like more information, um, what's the best way of them um, reaching out to your office?
1: Um, whatever they're most comfortable with. So we are on social media. We have a website, PASLC.gov. Obviously the phone, 772-462-1000. And on our website, um, on top of that, we also have a little chat feature. So, you know, even if it's 4 a.m. and you have a quick question, you can chat that and get an immediate response from our our chat bot Lucy. She works twenty four seven.
0: So you got to remember, you can you can call Michelle at four a.m.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. laughs> early bird, so get me. I, it's usually about four thirty. You're more likely <laughs> to get me at four thirty than you are at nine p.m.
0: <laughs> well, Michelle, our listeners appreciate you being on the show. We wish you and your office the very best moving forward.
1: Thank you so much. Appreciate the opportunity.
0: Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Port St. Lucie. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to GNPPortStLucie.com. That's GNPPortStLucie.com. Or call 772-362-3840.